Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're going to be reviewing Free Guy. Well this movie finally came out. I've been waiting for this movie for a little over a year. I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan so I will usually see what he's in. So the big question is how was the movie? It was fun. The best way to describe this movie is that Ready Player One and Westworld had a baby and that baby was raised by the Matrix. <laughs> so yeah if you've seen those three films and mix them together and add some, you know, like Deadpool-like humor to it. That's what this film is. And I like all three of those movies. Well, I like the Ready Player One book, and I like those two movies. Uh, but yeah. That's essentially what this movie is. And I like it. It's fun. So Guy is an NPC in a huge open-world game. Uh, a GTA-type game. He has a loop and set parameters to what he can do and what he's allowed to do. And like uh, money, his job, what he's allowed to order at a restaurant, what kind of coffee can he drink, the outfits he can wear. Every, pretty much everything in his life is controlled. Until he puts on one of the hero's glasses, which are the humans that are playing the game. And they distinguish themselves by obviously different clothes from the NPCs. And they all wear sunglasses. Um, and he once he grabs one of these glasses from a player after seeing someone important to his programming. If that doesn't if that doesn't sound familiar, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Not a super original premise, but the sense of humor and the way Guy evolves throughout the story is what separates him from the previously mentioned films. Um, usually in these movies, either the person in like these areas or the machines that are being manipulated by humans usually turn evil and they murder everyone. Guy doesn't do that, so he kind of just learns how to, you know be okay with who he is and what kind of environment he's in, because Guy's a nice guy. He's he's every person wants to be. He wants to be upbeat. He wants to love what he does. So stuff like that. So that's why I think they don't go in the direction of like, kill everybody, like everyone does with AI in movies. Ooh, pardon me. The cast is great. A lot of well-known characters. Big name cameos. Ryan Reynolds, Joe Carey, Kiri, I mean, pronounce. I think it's Kiri. Uh, Taika Waititi, Channing Tatum, Jodie Comer. Um, pretty much all the main cast. Uh, I really enjoy Ryan Reynolds. Obviously, he has a great delivery, um, especially when it comes to humor and jokes. Big fan Taika Waititi, who most who usually is behind the camera, although he has bit appearances and cameos. Uh, he has a cameo in Suicide Squad. He plays Korg in the MCU, but he's directed films like Jojo Rabbit, Thor Ragnarok. He directed a few episodes in the Mandalorian series. He's pretty well known at this point. He's in a lot of modern stuff, and I actually enjoy him in front of the screen. He's, he's pretty funny, and I think he definitely has a certain way of giving giving dialogue that gives a, a good humor to any of his scenes, so I enjoy that. Uh, Joe Keery, uh, most people will probably know him from Stranger Things. He plays Steve. Um, super enjoyable. I think he pales a little bit in comparison to some of the more charismatic actors in this movie, but sometimes you kind of need that more straight guy to, when everyone's making jokes, so I can't knock it too bad. Channing Tatum, he makes a, quite a few appearances in this movie. It's more of a cameo than a starring role, but he's in it enough to where I'd say he's definitely one of the actors in it and not just cameo. Uh, Jodie Comer, she plays the love interest for Guy, kind of. She's the player that Joe, uh, that free guy falls in love with, but it's not actually her. She's he's Ryan Reynolds' character is based on Joe Keery's character from a previous game they were making that was bought by Taika Waititi, who was the villain. So that's why his codes are different from all the other NPCs in the game. 
Um, so, yeah, that's why he's in love with Jody's because Joe's care. Uh, that's why Guy is in love with uh, Jody's character, and it's because Joe is in love with Jody's character. So, yeah, that's nothing that surprising. <laughs> there are also some big names for cameos: uh, Jack Hugh Jackman, Alex Trebek, The Rock, Pokimane, Ninja, Chris Evans, John Krasinski, and a whole bunch of others. I probably don't know off the top of my head. But yeah, everyone has their own bit parts. Uh, it usually is a reference to something like Alex Trebek. He is playing himself on Jeopardy because uh, one of the questions involves the video game that Free Guy oh, guys in. But yeah, it's it's just some fun cameos. Some stay there, stay on the screen a little bit longer than I like. But I'll get into that right now. There are a lot of references in this movie. Some work for me, and others grow old very quick. I thought the fight between Guy and Dude, who is essentially, he looks like Guy, but he's jacked and his, ta his blue shirt's tattooed on him. Um, and yeah, he's just an idiot. He doesn't have any, uh, no one wrote any of his dialogue. So he's just this giant jacked idiot. And it's pretty funny. Their fight scene, it's got Ryan Reynolds' face, by the way. It's just put on this jacked dude's body. So it's pretty funny. Cap Shield and Lightsaber making an appearance in the fight and them using the music from them. Um, I like those kind of references because they're much more tongue-in-cheek and they're not necessarily there. That's the kind of fan service I'm okay with. It's them knowing and they're in on the joke, but when it's overused, like, you know, all the streamers and YouTubers that get way overused in this movie, they have way too many cameos, I would have been okay if they each had, like, one little snippet, but they peer appear on the screen of quite a few times throughout this movie and I'm like why I don't want to see a bunch of Pokemon and Ninja and if you're a fan of them that's okay it's just it makes the movie really grind to a halt because they put real world real world people like themselves in the movie which sometimes that can work movies like Sp the original Space Jam them using Michael Jordan kind of works with the story this one, not as much. It's just they kind of use, like, people who like video games are in the video game movie. Don't you like it? And I don't, I, I'm not a fan. I don't like those references. They way overuse them, especially since Ninja and Pokimane and any other, and Jacksepticeye aren't good actors. So it comes across as really cheesy and wooden. The delivery is not good, in my opinion. Not good. Don't like it. Um... Which I understand what they're trying to go for. They're trying to, you know, like, please the video game people. Like, hey, you know that video game guy you like? Well, he's in the movie. And, but that's, I can only really see, like, maybe young teenagers or kids that watch them are like, oh my god, it's Ninja or Jacksepticeye. That, whatever. But not, not for adults. There's no, and I feel like there's a lot of audience members who are like, who the fuck are these people? That's part of the reason why it doesn't work in the movie. Only a certain amount of people would actually get the reference. So when you have it a bunch throughout the movie, it's just kind of like, you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Um, but yeah, I did have fun in this movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, I give this movie a 7 out of 10. It's a good movie. Um, it's fun. It's, it's nothing too serious. It's not like a complex movie. Um, it doesn't really have those, like, it doesn't include, like, the philosophical you know, uh, themes of a lot of the previous films that have, like, the AI uh, being self-aware. doesn't really have that part. 
So I'm okay with that. I, I, not every movie that involves AI needs to have those philosophical themes. Um, they do a little bit in this movie, but only really to poke fun at it um, in that sense. So in a way, it's kind of a parody of those movies. And I had fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, other than the, you know, the, some of the obnoxious references and some actors not being that great. Um, and some of them being overshadowed by more charismatic actors. It can slow it down a little bit. I much prefer the scenes following Ryan Reynolds or Taika Waititi than the other characters, which can kind of pull you out a little bit. But it's fine. It's fun. Um, highly recommend to go see the movie. Um, support your local movie theaters, whoever, if you can, uh, safely. If you can safely support them. Uh, where I live, I can. So um, being near, living in a pond, it's pretty easy to you know, get away from people. I don't have to worry about you know, COVID down there. So, yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed today's review, I have plenty of other reviews. Please go and give those a listen. I highly appreciate any support that you give to my show, podcast, wherever you like to call it. If you'd like to reach out to me, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Quagga's Movie Reviews. Um, if you want to, you know, I post about stuff you wouldn't necessarily hear me talk about here. Uh, stand-up comedy, favorite characters, video games, other, other pop culture stuff is on there. So if you'd like to go give that a look, go ahead. Um, if you'd like to hear about my new sponsor, Viking Fitness, stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about fitness. Are you looking to get back into shape or take your fitness to the next level? If so, go to vikingfitnessnh.com. With Viking Fitness, your plan is created by a certified professional specifically for you and only you. No cookie cutter plans, period. You will be provided with detailed information on how to train your body and how to fuel it correctly so you can achieve your goals. With Viking Fitness, you can get quality distance coaching, video check-ins, and access to an entire community for a very affordable price and no bullshit. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-393-7528. And again, that's 603-393-7528 today. Thank you.